get to it. Make sure you follow us wherever you get your audio podcast. Just search FFSN. That's Rather Cavalier. Give us a five-star rating on Apple and Spotify. Also, check out our cast shorts on the Know It All's YouTube channel. Now let's get... That's Rather Cavaliers, Cleveland Cavaliers podcast in the building. Sitting in the building tonight with my boy Relly Hall, my boy Tate Boy Fresh. Y'all, it's basketball season. Some games has been jumping off. The Cavaliers been on a little tangent these last four. We're here tonight to review the Denver Nugget game and a hot Philadelphia 76 game that just went down. But before we get to it, man, I'm going to swing it over to my co-host. Relly Hall and Tate Boy Fresh. Relly, what's crack-a-lacking, youngster in the building? How you doing? <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. And Tate Boy Fresh, what is up with you, dude? Big G, welcome back, man. And what's up to the little fella, little nephew, Relly? What's happening, <laughs> man? Yeah, we, we, was, we was last talking, Relly, the other day about the Cavs, man. And we said, we said we just wanted them to show us some heart, right? <laughs> I feel I feel like they 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 did what we wanted them to do the past two games against the world champion Denver Nuggets and against the MVP Joel Embiid and the Philadelphia 76ers, who are one of the best teams in the league so far this year. Mm-hmm. And they did both games without Donovan Mitchell and Karis Levert. Let's say that. Agreed. Agreed in totality, man. Hey, so look, while you guys are out there listening, we want you to make sure that you hit us up on Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts. Don't forget to rock with us. Every now and then we'll be live on YouTube. But more than anything, kick it with us on Spotify. So that way we can get them algorithms jumping off for the likes and or the listens for That's Rather Cavaliers, Cleveland Cavaliers podcast on Fans First Sports Network. Man, listen, I'm going to swing it over to my boy, Relly Hall, because he got the breakdown for the Denver Nuggets and the Cleveland Cavaliers win by the way, for the Cleveland Cavaliers. (laughs) So, Relly, do what you do, bro. Yeah, you know, we got to start it off with Sunday game, right? Cavs went into Denver. They play hard, right? But before I even start off, because it's a lot of questions I do want to ask y'all about it, right? Because Cavs fans went and roar on Twitter or X. Mm. (laughs) They They went on roar on X because they sat there and said, you know, we went there and we beat Denver. Without Donovan Mitchell and Darius Garland was actually hooping. Our bigs was both hooping. They 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 played in Cleveland though. Great correction. Great correction. Yeah, they played in Cleveland. But go ahead. But I'm just saying they both they was hooping. Our bigs was hooping. Darius Garland was hooping. Darius Garland really got a lot of got a lot of recognition for how he played. You know because you know our Darius Garland for the most part was eh, was playing a little wishy washy on some games. But on Twitter, they was going wild, right? Because a lot of people, after that game, they start feeling. Even before that Philly game, they was, they was feeling out here like, maybe we didn't need Donovan Mitchell 
Mm. Eh, might be a little too early to be saying that, though. Mm. <laughs> but to y'all, Cleveland showed in Denver that we can get it done. They played competitive from start to finish. They played hungry from start to finish. What did y'all like seeing from Cleveland against Denver? Well, I think without a shadow of a doubt, man, the biggest impact that I've seen with the Cavaliers over the last four games is their big man play. Jared Allen and Evan Mobley has played outstanding basketball over the last couple of games. And I think that was the key to the success for the game with the Cavs over the Nuggets. Jared Allen and had Jared Allen and Joel and, and I mean and B um I said Joel and B. Jo- Jared Allen and Dar- and Mobley had Joker in a blender. He had extensive foul trouble. He only scored like 18 points and all whatever else during the entire basketball game. But the issue was when you go big on big in basketball, the Cavs have something that most teams don't have. They have two outstanding forward slash centers. And when they can play that high-low game that we've seen consistent in the last two weeks out of those two players, that puts your big on an island. And Denver doesn't have that. To where the Cavaliers took to it full advantage of having a big two bigs run at one big. And they put him in the mix and fouled him out. Later on, we're going to get to talk about how this has been a double pattern for the next dude, the next big that they put in the blender. But I think that was the difference of the basketball game in totality for the Cleveland Cavaliers against the Denver Nuggets. Tate Boy Fresh, what you thinking, bro? Hey, man, I agree with you, man. Those bigs played a role, man. Uh, that game against Denver, Jared Allen had 16 and 10. Mm-hmm. Evan Mobley only, only had five rebounds. He had 15 and five rebounds, mm-hmm. but he had five assists. Absolutely. So, you know, we'd give him a pass on the boards right there. Mm-hmm. But outside the bigs, if she went with the bigs, Big G, and I agree with you, mm-hmm. I'm going to go another good direction. I'm going to go mm-hmm. to little fellas, man. Yeah. In, in, in honor of Relly, I'm going with the little yeah, fellas. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Hey, man, Darius Garland had 26 and six assists. Mm. He was uh, two or four from three point range. But you know what? Darius Garland wasn't even my player of the game. Wow. Craig Porter Jr. Yeah. Man, I love that kid already, man. Yeah. Hey, yeah. man. Ricky Rubio, get your mental health right. Stay in Spain, though. We, yeah. we cool. We cool. Um, Jerome, Jerome might be out of here too, dog. Ty Jerome, well, he ain't, he, I mean, he ain't, when he get healthy, he just gonna be the, he gonna be the third guard now. Yeah, you know what I mean. They gonna, yeah. they gonna, I think they gonna use Porter Junior for they use Jerome. Mm-hmm. But uh, Porter Junior had twenty one points, four rebounds, four assists, shot seventy percent from the field, and seven to seven from the free throw line. Mm. Man, I mean, he he's 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 a fifth year senior played at Wichita State his last few years. He's just so mature. I mean, both mentally and physically, that he got that mid range game. He will take it, and we'll talk about it later. But I got to just because I'm using this as an example. He took it to Joel Embiid body tonight in the Philly game. Facts. This guy, this guy is really good, man. Cavs got a lot of good young players, and they in that Denver game. Sam Sam Merrill came in, knocked down three threes. He was, you know, so I mean, it, it was needed. I mean, all that's needed. Niang scored twelve points. We talking about the bench right now, 
with no Karis Levert and no Donovan Mitchell. So that game against Denver, I felt like the Cavs looked great. They won 121-109. They showed a lot of heart. JB, your job is safe for now, as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> man, why this dude talking about firing JB, man? No way, man. Come on, bro. Come on, Rally, run it, bro. What's happening? Ooh, so you think you think JB you think JB Bickerstaff did enough? Absolutely. You think he's safe this season? Nah, man. They, Absolutely. They, they, since this win streak, but before the win streak. You might not have been on in, in, in a few shows. We was talking about, about the possibility of JB getting fired. Because <laughs> it, it was the talk. We didn't make it up. It was talk out there. I mean, I get it. I get it. But, that you know, that's like firing a guy who's got a half-empty gun. The issue is, is that you, he needs a full gun to give him an opportunity. And as so far this year for the Cavs, he hasn't had a full gun. Big and they're true. out there on a four-game win streak. Yeah, I, I, I said now since the win streak, but did you did you see the game against Sacramento? Yeah. The yeah. boys let Sacramento shoot 60% from three-point range. They got smashed. Yeah, they did. And the few games before that, they were just playing with, like, seemed no effort, no heart. That's why we on the last show, we said, even if they lose to Denver and Philly, we just want to see them play with some heart. That's why I said, and that's what they did. Mm. Well, you got it. You got it without a shadow of a doubt. But I, I, I think it's just a little premature to, to send Bickerstaff packing. That's just me. Really, what you think, bro? I think I don't. I don't think it's too early. Mm. <laughs> I wow. really like honestly, like, like if we're gonna be honest, I don't think it's too early. I think even still with the win streak, I, I understand what Tate said. You know, now you got momentum. You mm. you did you did it without Donovan Mitchell, which is probably mm. the most important part. Which leads to a couple of other questions because it was another part of that that Twitter oh, thing that, 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 that was the question about we didn't neither one of us answered that. Uh yeah. Hey, so I feel like in regards to maybe they could do we need Donovan Mitchell? That's <laughs> yeah, okay. That's... So my answer to that is I was thinking like how good we would be, like how they've been playing the past two games, how good we would be if they's healthy healthy, but Maybe Darius Garland is better without him. And think about the pieces you could get for Donovan Mitchell to make a complete team. You know, I'm 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 completely confident in the development that's coming that's going to be coming along in Imani Bates. That's going to be another score. You got Karis LeVert. I mean, if you could get some really good good role players for Donovan Mitchell, I mean a a, a star, not superstar, a star, and say. A good role player and a couple of picks, I might do that, man. I'll tell you a trade that you can make where a place where he wants to go, and it would fit perfect with the Cavs. Trade Donovan Mitchell to the Brooklyn Nets for Mikael Bridges, for one of the guards off the bench, maybe Dimwitty, and two picks. I think that right there would put the Cavaliers in the driver's seat in the Eastern Conference with Ooh, the guard like rotation that you would have. I like that fit with Mikael Bridges, but I don't know if Brooklyn would do that. Mm. I mean, Donovan Mitchell was a top, what most people are seeing, a top 10, 15 player in the league. So if you give, you know, you might you might be able to get Cam Johnson and Mikael Bridges out of them they, for that. They could, yeah. I mean, I don't, if they wouldn't give up Cam, I mean, not, I mean, Mikael Bridges, they could give me Ben Simmons, Cam Johnson, and two picks. Yeah. yeah. I would take that. Yeah. Mm. But I, I I mean, the Cavs are definitely showing, in, in my opinion, that Mitchell is expendable. So, versus Bickerstaff being on the hot seat, Mitchell, you on the hot seat, dog. Mm. You on the hot seat. I mean, maybe, he, maybe he, we he, don't need you. 
He averaging 30 a game. He's not on the hot seat. He might be on the question mark seat. <laughs> I'm like saying. playing bad. I mean, J- JB was coaching bad. So that fire, like, you know, I'm I'm, I'm getting some Thanksgiving stuff ready tonight. I stopped mm-hmm. to do that to do this podcast when I finish. I'm going to be downstairs finish cooking some Thanksgiving stuff for another hour probably. But you know how you how you how you turn the dial on the stove on that fire? Mm-hmm. <laughs> JB's got turned down just a little bit because it was a little heated a, a week ago. He he got he he got the burner turned down a little bit. So well, did maybe you turn it, it up a little bit on Don there. Oh heck no, yeah, Don Don ain't done nothing wrong. That's what I'm saying. It no, that's true, but it ain't turned up. He just he just maybe expendable may be the word, but hot seat ain't the word. I'm turning him to an eight, dog. If you got if you got one through ten, I'm putting him on eight. Get him out of here. Trading. I'm saying trading. Because I agree in totality with the pieces that you could get to round out the roster. There's teams. Listen, you could take you could trade Donovan Mitchell to the New Orleans Pelicans for Ingram and a bench player. And that would really make the Cavs dangerous. I would do that too, but they got they got McCullum already. I don't know if they do it. I think I think they want to build around Ingram and Zion. Now, I'm hearing you, but I'm I'm telling you, if the Cavs put Mitchell out there on the block, some stuff. Oh yeah, they put on the block. It'd be some scooters. You'll be surprised. <laughs> You'll be surprised who you hear from now. Facts, facts. They can and, hey, they can they can give me OG and Anobi and somebody, you know, in Toronto and a pick. Mm, yeah. Yeah, if you had OG at the three. Yeah, well, it, this, you can move. You could drop Struce down to two with Darius Garland. Oh that's my what I'm God. saying. That's what I'm saying. Or Ingram, put Ingram at the three, or bring Mikael Bridges with Cam Johnson in, and now you got that one-two punch. Man, the, I keep, I keep. You're not gonna get Mikael Bridges. I, I'm yeah. just saying. I'm just but saying. I like. I got. I, I can see with that with that particular team, Brooklyn. I could see, like I said, Ben Simmons and Cam Johnson. And then you play Ben Simmons at the three with Mobley and he, the defense of that of that that front court. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh! I mean, outstanding. Man, man outstanding. And we talked about Mitchell and Lavert not playing. Your boy Ice ain't even playing. Ain't he seen not. the court. Ain't seen it. He not. Yeah, he hurt. I mean, so if they come back and play with the effort and heart they play with against Denver and Philly, the Cavs would be in a good place, and JB would be safe. But that, I think that's the problem, though. <laughs> but like with all three of those players, I think that's the that's gonna be the problem because we know how good our cast team should be, right? And you three play, like you say, you three players down. You got Ice down, who's usually the player that sticks on whoever the best offensive player is. Facts. You got Don, who is the best offensive player, and uh, who and who is the third player? Levert, and Levert. Le- oh, and Karis Levert, who's who's probably our best off the bench player. Mm-hmm. Ain't no problem, offensive. man. Don't say he problem. is the best offensive. <laughs> you know, you know, I was trying to be generous. Well, no, I'd probably, probably try to put, put a little bit of hate so, in there. So but my, like, my, my but, question is, is does that show that the issue might be Mitchell with the coaching of Bickerstaff versus Bickerstaff? Because listen, whether you like it or not, Bickerstaff done coaches behind off these last four games. He has shown flat out that he can coach. And so it's addition by subtraction. So maybe it's Mitchell and Bickerstaff bumping heads. And you saying, hey, look, man, let's trade this dude. Because, listen, I love Donovan Mitchell. I think he's a great player. But I don't know if he's sold on being a Cleveland. So let's give him what he wants. 
let's ship him to Brooklyn. Let's get some players. Now that's, I can, that's all I'm saying. I can I can see that, but once again, audience, if you if you listen around the fans first sports network and listen to our podcast and some of the other work we do, y'all know Big G always jumping out there. He didn't put beef between Donovan Mitchell and JB Bickerstaff. We don't Absolutely. know nothing of the sort. Absolutely. <laughs> so, stir it up. Stir it up. That's that's just our that's rather cavalier disclaimer that we don't know that JB and Donovan <laughs> Mitchell beefing, but Big G think that could potentially be a thing so maybe so hey man i'm gonna find out i'm gonna get some boots on the ground up there in the land <laughs> and believe me i'm gonna find out if there's dissension in the ranks so but... i'm on it <laughs> yeah lost in the matrix <laughs> lost in the matrix without a shadow of a doubt man without a shadow of a doubt but i'm gonna find it out because if it's available i'm gonna know trust me <laughs> But I'm curious, too, because I, I really got to ask both of y'all, Uncle Tate, Big G, like, mm. on the subject of uh, Donovan Mitchell and J.B. Bickerstaff, like, which one of them you think is probably going to show us the bad sides throughout the season? Who's going to be the most consistently that's getting getting the Cle- Cleveland fans frustrated, right? Is it going to be J.B. Bickerstaff? Well, Do we why, think J.B. Bickerstaff why, why is going to coach Donovan Mitch- Why are we even saying Donovan Mitchell has us frustrated? Why? He hasn't done anything the to only, frustrate us. No, it's like if you go out there on Twitter – this and this is really the only because I think mm-hmm. this this mm-hmm. win streak I think this might not have done Don justice. Like Tell if we're we gonna be honest, it's a lot of Cavs fan that is turning by the second because they like. I don't think we really need Donovan Mitchell. Absolutely. Like, and it's a lot of Cavs fan that's saying, "All right, if we flip Donovan Mitchell for some somewhat decent role players." from any of the t- other 29 teams, mm-hmm. why can't we run it with this team that's already proven that they can fight for a playoff spot? Yeah, absolutely. So it's so it's almost it's almost like, do we need a someone seasoned coach or do we need someone decent death? Mm-hmm. Which is really going to be the problem for the Cleveland Cavs or what's necessary for the Cavs. Mm-hmm. You, think, you think death is the problem when you got... When you got Okoro and Levert and 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 uh, Dean Wade and and Niang and all those guys come off the but Tristan Thompson, I think they got good depth. Now it could be it could be better depth. I mean, it's not bad depth, but it could be you could add more better players. I think when when you really look at the Cavs, well, if you really look at the East too, right? Because it's a lot of it's top heavy for the two teams. That's like really crazy. The question is like, do we have enough talent? from start to finish that's going to help us finish out a series, right? Me, like, because even me. sometimes we question Darius Garland motor too. Let me, well. Up until that, you know, up until Denver. We, played, we was, well, no, he, we, he played good during this win streak. He's played well. True, but like even before that, that win streak, we was just a couple, <laughs> what, oh, yeah, he, show, we was, was like, you know, Darius Garland streak, not yeah. playing like how we, how we, Right, you know, right, right. I think coming back from injury, he's starting to play himself into form into shape but let me ask y'all a question revolving around your question really if you could trade donovan mitchell say for just just for what we were saying say you can trade him for cam johnson big g i don't mm-hmm. think i keep thinking don't know you're gonna get bridges so so say cam johnson and just say it's ben simmons right give me give me dimwitty cam johnson and dimwitty okay cam johnson and dimwitty or you get rid of jb bickerstaff and mark jackson your coach which one of those do you take 
I'm taking Mark Jackson all day and night. <laughs> but the, but, the, but the, issue, the issue is I don't think you can get that. I think it'll be easier to offload Mitchell before you can get Mark Jackson to come to Cleveland. Why? Mark Jackson won the job. If you fire J.B. Bickerstaff and this talent, Mark Jackson coming to town quick. Maybe. Maybe, but maybe not. I don't know. I don't know. And easy. If that's what they wanted to do and J.B. was out, Mark Jackson would be an easy hire. He would take the job in a New York minute. No pun intended because he's a New York guy. <laughs> yeah. I, the issue would just be it'll come down to which person is the ownership have more confidence in. And and right now, and, and let's, let's face it, Kevin's owner, is he's fickled. You know, at one week he's with Mitchell, the next week he's uh, with Bickerstaff. You know, he's Dan, fickle. Dan, Dan Gilbert had his hands off for a while letting the basketball people do the basketball stuff, so I won't fault him for that. But I will say, I will say you got with, with how you said it, you got to go with JB because yeah. JB want to be here. Donovan Mitchell might not want to be here. Ain't no so Mike. there's a difference. So, so if, if you if you sign with one or the other and you a Cavs fan, mm -hmm. you kind of got to sign with JB. And if JB, you let JB go, you don't get nothing for him necessarily. If you trade Donovan Mitchell, you get assets back. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. I, only, I don't disagree. The only if I the only thing I gotta say to rebuttal to that is because I'm just in my mind, I'm thinking like devil advocate. Mm. That it also depends on how much, how much, how close they think they are to really convincing Don. Or convincing Don that we can make a legitimate competitor, mm -hmm. because well, on the because on the flip side they might they might really sit because this is where I think Big G actually he has a real strong point because they might sit there and say hey if we fire JB Biggerstaff like I'm not I'm not sure what the chemistry is between the two but if we fire JB Biggerstaff and we do get a real coach like Mark Jackson or yeah he said I, a real coach like I'm just saying <laughs> I'm just saying because, I mean, why? you disrespect no, JB no, ain't a real coach no but I'm just saying like we always knew when we got JB Biggerstaff JB Biggerstaff was our developmental coach mm. like we never like at no point did we say or think that JB Biggerstaff was going to be the coach that got us from first round to the playoff to the finals we never thought that mm. right and i still think it's still that stigma with jb biggerstaff where they might sit there and say you know we think it might not even really be a player we might we we think donovan mitchell for him to think that we're serious about contending and might take a coach yeah if you brought a high profile coaching that could show donovan mitchell something yeah. so and they might think if we get that new coach this season he might lock in because it was rumors that he was like you know rumors that they was feeling like Donovan Mitchell, he would sign extension as being Cleveland. It just wouldn't be an off season. It would yeah. have to be in the regular season when he's seen, you know, how serious we were. Well, I think, I think the roster thus far is showing them that they, that they can win because they're doing it without him. Facts. So, so if he's sitting on the bench watching the games, like everybody else, he's saying like, okay, we do got a squad. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And he, mm -hmm. and maybe, maybe he sees how to, how to integrate himself different. Maybe mm -hmm. instead of scoring 30 a game, he say I probably just need to 20 get 24 and try and get five or six assists. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But Tate, okay. Tate and really that comes down to him being coached by Bickerstaff. Yeah. You know, ultimately he listen, I'm a, listen, I know we, we ain't got to the game tonight, but JB Bickerstaff coached his behind off in that overtime. He made an adjustment that won that game, and we're gonna get to it. But I'm telling yeah, you, so Bickerstaff is a way better coach. Why, 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 why don't you take us to break, Relly? We go ahead in part two. We come back and get to the uh, Cavs and Sixers game. All right.
So before we get into that, we're going to take a quick break, pay some bills, and we'll see you shortly. And we're back with That's Rather Cavaliers, Cleveland Cavaliers podcast. Sitting in the building with my boy Relly Hall, my boy Tate Boy Fresh, rocking out on Fans First Sports Network, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify. You know we got how we get out. We talking about the game, swinging it back and forth. We talked about Denver. We had a real interesting conversation concerning Donovan Mitchell. I think Big G, as me, done started some mess going on up in Cleveland because I'm going to put some boots on the ground and find out if there's something really going on between Mitchell and Vickerstaff. But, man, we're going to get to the game tonight. Philadelphia 76ers versus the Denver Nuggets, man. Cavs with the dub in <laughs> overtime, man. Cavs balled out. I mean, what can you say? And listen, Bickerstaff <laughs> now is talking about put some respect on my name. Put some respect. Take boy fresh, man. What's cracking? Can I say something, man? <laughs> yeah. That was the best NBA game all, that I've watched personally all year. And I watch a lot of NBA. Yeah. That was a great game. Yeah. You know what I mean? The Cavs yeah. was up 18. Philly came back. The Bigs came to play. Uh, Allen and, mm. and Mobley, they, mm. they they went to battle. They battled against MB, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, and I th- I agree with you. I think I think Bernie Bickerstaff did did make some uh some good moves. Let's let, let's just go through the uh the stats real quick. Uh this game with the overtime, the Cavs won 122-119. Mm-hmm. Max Strew scored 20 points, five rebounds, and five assists. Hey man, I'm 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 really digging Max Struess really. Is he He's earning his money yet? Is he earning He's his bowler. money, Rally? Hey, really? My, my mouth is shut, man. I have no negative. <laughs> hey. <laughs> hey, listen, youngster. Youngster, when these older gentlemen get to speaking to you, you need to be paying attention, youngster. Because hey. we know a little something about basketball. Hey, my mouth is shut tonight, man. Hey, Darius <laughs> Darius Gar- Garland scored 32, eight assists, five rebounds. Evan Mobley, 8-12 with three assists. Hit, hit all his free throws. That's big. Jared Allen, 26 and 13. Mm, 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 three mm, assists mm. of his own and hit both his free throws. Mm, 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 Man, Dean Wade got trip. eight boards, but he was 0-4 for three-point win. We need Dean Wade to start hitting the shot, man. But he played good defense and he rebounded the ball. Off the bench. Again, that guy, Craig Porter Jr., 12 points, nine assists, three rebounds, and one block. Baller. Balling. George Niang, 12 points, seven rebounds, two of four from three-point range. And the old fella really didn't want the, the old champion with us, but he here, and he making a difference. Tristan Thompson, two points, three rebounds, two assists, one on one from the free throw line. No. One on one from the field. He made one shot and one block. So and yeah. was in was in them youngsters, Jared Allen and Mobley's face talking about, look, bro, that big boy MB ain't about nothing. Let's work him out. It's two on one, dog. Let's kill him. And that's exactly well, what I they did. I don't know they how much they him. killed him. He had 32 and 13. <laughs> hey, that high-low work and be fouled him out the game. That high-low work him out the game. 
but I'm just glad they won bully. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. They won bully. That's what they had to start proving this regular season. They went to the EC. They weren't bullied. Jared Allen went chest to chest with Embiid. Good or bad, they was going at him. Embiid had some good blocks. Embiid had some fouls. But they was going at him. I don't disagree. But that one-two punch for the Cavs, that hot, listen, that high-low free throw to to the box is wearing teams out right now, bro. (laughs) Because because you don't know which one is going to dip. You don't know who's going to pop, and you don't know who's going to dip. And they are wearing teams out with that high-low. They're killing Hey, Big G. Hey, Big G. I agree with you. I'm going I'm to I'm take it way back to probably a tandem really never seen play. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to go back to the Fab Five. Jawan mm-hmm. Howard and Chris Webber at the University of Michigan. High-low. High-low. To death. <laughs> to death. Hey. They would high-low you to death. Jared Allen and Evan Mobley. And the pick and roll when, when, when Darius Garland get the pick and roll set with one of them, either one of them, and they roll and he hit him with a pass in the pocket. The bigs are capable to throw the lob up to the other big coming from the corner. <laughs> that happened several times in night two. Tate, you know that's old school basketball. Because you know in the NBA, he used to do that and kill teams with it. The Boston Celtics. Robert Parrish and Kevin McHale would high-low you to death. They would high-low you from the free throw line to the box to death. And no, I'm, not I'm, not, Robert, I'm, not. I'm not calling them them. Yeah, I'm not comparing Evan Mobley and Jared Allen and Robert Perry and Kevin McHale. But, yeah, I get what you're saying. That's high-low basketball, bro. That's old school. We ain't shooting no threes. Get that mess out of here. We're going (laughs) to high-low you to death from the free throw line to the box. All day. The thing is, when they doing that, that open up up the the, the three-point shots. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? And vice versa. If Max Struess and Darius Garland hitting threes, that open up the lane. Because you got to come out and it spreads your defense out more. Right. And that's why I'm impressed with the Cavs. Because, and even more so, J.B. Bickerstaff. Because he's adjusting to what he has available to win. Right? He's, he's, he's bringing elements of old school basketball back to the Cavs. More or less to make them gritty. Because guess what? In the playoffs, if you start jacking up threes and missing all over the place, you might be out of there. But if I can high-low you to death, oh my God. There ain't too many teams in the league that can answer that. They can't answer and that high logo is it means something. Really, what you think, youngster? I know we're schooling you a little bit on the pod tonight. <laughs> but what you think about that high low? I th- from what I seen, I I, I did like because it, it is a problem. <laughs> it's a problem because a lot of teams don't know how to guard that, yep. and mainly because they just don't have enough bigs, nor do they have they, they just don't have enough bigs to guard that. <laughs> nope. So when so when it happens, they just they just take it, and they so used to like crashing out to that three that when they don't do it, it's just over. So mm-hmm. a team like Philadelphia, you got Tobias Harris there, you know, Joel Embiid. So when he does get in foul trouble, it's, it's essentially it's over. Mm-hmm. Or a team like Jokic, if he gets in foul trouble, it's over. Um, I'm actually excited because I'm, I'm, I'm excited only because it's like, all right, I, I'm curious to see if Cleveland carry this over to uh, identity for them, right? Because I feel like we're so used to teams – kind of want to have that that running gun three-point fast pace identity and a lot of teams mm-hmm. is just not built for that mm-hmm. so i want to see if this carries over just a couple more games i just want to see it a little bit more a little bit more consistency and yeah. i think darius garland is probably the perfect guard for it because he, he does like to pick and roll so like if he starts it off you give it to evan mobley he's a willing passer jared island's a willing passer if he gets it so i'm i'm gonna I'm look a little bit more into it mm-hmm. 
Tate Boy Fresh, what you thinking, bro? High, low, or three pointers? Uh, I think I think just like football, you gotta have a run game, but you gotta be able to pass the ball. You know what I mean? So you gotta be able to do both. The Cavs need to add Struth, need to add Niang, they need to add more shooters mm-hmm. to this roster. That's why Morel's getting playing time. He's at the end of the bench, but he's on the roster because he's a shooter. Facts. Right? So you need to do both. But you know, so you just you just take advantage of what the defense is giving you. Mm-hmm. If the defense goes small and you can get it off with the bigs, get it off with the bigs. If they might try and match up and go big and you can go inside, outside, work around the perimeter, Max Drews get a shot. Garland get a shot. Um, Dean Wade is capable. He get a shot. Then you, when D Mitchell come back, he get a shot. You yeah, know? Yeah. And it opens everything up because Levert, Levert want to go to the hole first and foremost. Absolutely. He, he's been hitting this three this season, man. The Cavs, I think it just took him the first 10 games to finally get going a little bit. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So I'm liking Agreed. what I'm saying, but I'm real curious about what what exactly is the coaching move JB made in overtime, Big G, that that that, that got you like, you know, saying, hey, respect JB. So with about in the first minute and a half in overtime, the Philadelphia 76ers blitzed Darius Garland. And they took it out of his hands and wouldn't allow him that to little, bring the ball up the that, floor. That little irritating Pat Beverly. Correct. So what was going on was Mobley was bringing it up. Two out of three possessions, he turned the ball over going up the floor. Bickerstaff called. Hey, let me ask out. you this. Let me ask you mm-hmm. this. I mean, cause, but the one Mobley got it, and Mobley dribbled down like he was mm-hmm. going to the hole. He could have went all the way to the hole. He tried to pass it out, and he turned it over. Mm-hmm. And that's when they came down, and Maxie got the uh, the and one on the on 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 the uh, flagrant foul by Max Struess. Facts. So, so I thought Mobley should have went on to the hole with that. But, yeah, he, he was bringing it up. But go ahead. Right. Bickerstaff called timeout. Insert Craig Porter Jr. Now you got this guard that could bring the ball up the floor. You took the pressure off the pest, Beverly, being on the ball. And he set the offense up. For the last four possessions, the Cavs scored. The 76ers didn't score on three of the last four possessions. That's the, the switch in the game. They had no answer with another guard that could set the offense up for Cleveland off the off the Philadelphia 76ers bench. That made all the difference in the world. Well, they, that's why border is very, very important for the rotation for the Cavs. They 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 played them both in the first half, but honestly, that was a good that was a good substitution change adjustment. But big G, I could have made that adjustment. I saw that. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. You're taking a lot of credit, bro. You take because because I, you gotta, if, if my if, if my ball handler getting pressed, I gotta put another ball handler in. I mean, I get that, but in, in today's I NBA, was, it's a lot of static going on. If you if you make that move, I was more impressed with the move at the end of regulation of overtime, where he went big, took Garland out, and put Tristan Thompson on Embiid, put Jared Allen up on the inbounds, and had Evan Mobley as like a free safety. That was smart. They, I, I was more impressed with that adjustment. Yeah. You know, because it was tied, what, 110 to 110 to end the regulation? Mm-hmm. And they and they just they just deed it up flat out. Facts. He made he made that adjustment. Take Garland now because he's little, they're gonna try and pick on him. We're gonna go big. So I and they had so they had Dean Wade, 
Trisha Thompson, Allen, Mobley, and I believe Struess. Yep. That, that was a lineup. That's a big defensive lineup, man. So I was yeah. more impressed with that adjustment, but I agree with you about subbing in Craig Porter Jr. to, to, to ease up the bringing up and down the ball. And Craig Porter Jr., that's the one when I said one of those possessions is when he went to Embiid's body from the baseline. Facts. Bang Demon scored over Embiid. Then another one, he went down the middle, drew the defense, dropped it off to the Jared Allen for, mm-hmm. for, for a dunk or yep. a, a, a layup or whatever. But, yeah. Rally Hall. It's a time for you to put some respect on J.B. Bickerstaff's name. Because me and Tate Boy Fresh just named off two pivotal moves that he had to make in this game. I, 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 and he I, did it. I still take Mark Jackson. I hear you. <laughs> but really, all, it's time to make the respect. It's a time I don't, to make respect. I don't think we've seen enough games of J.B. Bickerstaff doing this, though. That's the I, problem. I agree. It's got to be consistency from here on out. Yeah, because it's like <laughs> J.B. Bickerstaff is – Minus tonight, JB Biggerstuff has built a reputation for being the total opposite when it comes with rotations and understanding You're right. when to make a move. Like he's he's been the total opposite. So it's still a lot of games played. <laughs> he's still not fired yet, you know. And you and, and you know what, Rally? His hand is kind of being forced because he's so limited in his options. Yeah. Mm. So that 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 could be helping the substitution pattern right now is the fact that. Man, you really don't got nobody to go to but these seven or eight guys that you already playing. Yeah. Mm. Mm. And it's it's kind of it's kind of funny too because <laughs> no, no shots to Don because I do think Don helps the Cavs a lot. But weirdly enough, I <laughs> for some reason I think if Don were to play tonight, they take the L. I think we would have. Yeah, I think we would have lost. They take the L. They take the L. I, I, I do because uh, it's and the only reason I say that because it's like. The the way Don handles the ball versus how Porter handles the ball is just two different is just right. two different things. It's like Don is like looking score Four first, shot. yeah, yeah, and and his and even with his second method, the pass, he's just not he's just not his game. Mm-hmm. Porter Junior. He really is trying to set up an offense, and that's a difference. So when you have essentially, that's exactly what we expected. This is what we expected from Rubio, right? Before mm-hmm. you know he went out like when uh. Before when he when he basically had the triple double before he got the ACL, that's right. essentially what Rubio was doing when we almost made the playoff that first time without you know with the young guys. Like that's mm. essentially what Cavs has has kind of proven that 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 works here in Cleveland. Two mm. playmakers, two high IQ playmakers running the offense, and then you you know you have that Karis Levert or that high score. You know you have that come off the you know uh, the bench or whatever. But I, I do think Don, you pin him there, we might have lost. No offense to him, he's a great player, but that's where I kind of want to see how JB Bickerstaff kind of changes, right? Because now when he has all his weapons, when he has Karis back, when he has Don back, when he has Isaac Curl back, do we have the same faith? Like, is he's gonna be as willing to pit Porter Jr. in those clutch moments again? Because well, I don't well, I don't well, think he's well, gonna do that. Porter Jr. ain't getting no clutch time with Mitchell and Garland both playing. That's, Not clutch time, he's gonna get minutes. But clutch time, you talk about the final two minutes of a game. Yeah, and that's the problem though, because it's like if we're gonna say that, and he had everybody in, that's why I don't think we would have won if Don played. Because it's like, would JB Bickerstaff make that adjustment? Yeah, and and I want to say this too as well. The Cleveland Cavaliers had thirty three assists tonight, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> that that ball was moving around the horn, yeah, and it it didn't stop 
for one player to hold the ball to get the shot. And I think the Cavs are at their best when they share the basketball versus relying on one guy to beat you. Mitchell's a great player. Don't get me wrong. 33 assists? Come on, man. That's exceptional. That's outstanding basketball. That's team basketball. And I think that's how the Cavs have to win is, is sharing the ball amongst all their players. That's just me. I agree, you know? Big G. I definitely agree with you, man. And they and and they shot 21 and 25 from the free throw line. That was really Absolutely. good. Absolutely. Absolutely. With, with 56 rebounds, by the way, too. Against Joel B and B, who's might be the best center in the league. Yeah, they all they all rebounded Philly 56 to 44. Absolutely. Absolutely. So Philly had eight blocks. Cavs had not, had four. Right. That's cool. But but back to what Relly's saying, I agree with both y'all. I mean, I think you gotta you gotta find a way to get Porter Jr. in the rotation. And that's mm-hmm. why I said earlier, maybe Donovan Mitchell seeing how this thing is working without him. Mm-hmm. And he comes in and makes adjustment. I think, see, we talk about, about JB again. I think JB going to get his best options when he's, I mean, they both start Garland and Mitchell, but mm-hmm. then start to stagger their minutes. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, yeah. so, so both of them can do what they do. They both like to have the ball. Garland's more okay giving up the ball to Porter Jr., I think, because mm-hmm. Porter Jr. is looking to pass, even back to Garland. If Garland's in with Mitchell, he passed to Mitchell. Mitchell will pass, but he's looking to shoot. Mm. <laughs> you know what I mean? So if JB finds a finds a way to just stagger their minutes where they both can get, say, a good 12, 14 minutes on the floor throughout their minutes without without each other. Mm. I think we talking optimum Cavs right there. Hey, final point, final thoughts. The Cavs moved to seventh place tonight. They're within three games of first place. We started out horrible, right? Started out horrible as a, as a squad. Four wins in a row. Hey, man, we're three for first place. Do the Cavs make the push over the next four games? In my opinion, all four games are winnable, including the Los Angeles Lakers. I think the Cavs can win all four. You guys' thoughts with your parting shots as we leave out of That's Rather Cavaliers, Cleveland Cavaliers podcast. Take more fresh. I'm gonna swing to you first. Yeah, man. Uh, we, we we back at it tomorrow night, Wednesday night against the Miami Heat. Mm-hmm. They they come in the Rocket Mortgage. Uh, they're nine and five. We're eight and six now. Yep. So that's a game you want to win because they're ahead of you in the East right now. Yep. The Laker game is is that Saturday. Mm-hmm. Not so important. But because it's against the Western Conference team, but because LeBron's coming back, you want to get that too. LeBron, we can beat you. Absolutely. You know what Absolutely. I mean? Mm-hmm. And then you got the next two are Toronto and Atlanta. I think you want to win them because, again, those are teams you're competing with mm-hmm. in the East. You already got off to a slow start. You already lost to Indiana twice. Wow, you lost to New York once, slid with New York. So these teams, you want to start, you want to start stacking these East wins, man. You know what I mean? Because the that's what's important at the big in the big scheme of things at the end of the season when it's time for looking at tie breaks and all that stuff in your record. Win your East game. So I do think they are winnable games, but you got to take them one at a time, Big G. Yeah, Hopefully right. somewhere in that four-game stretch, everybody that we miss can come back. You know, Spider, Spider Mitchell, Levert, and Ice. 
Facts. But that's what I think. What's up with you, brother? I'm actually because I just really I I didn't even peep that the next four games, and now that I've just seen it, I'm actually probably the most excited for that Atlanta game because oh, yeah. I'm curious to see how they play that. Like, are they gonna play through their bigs? Or are they just gonna kill them? How are they gonna guard Trey Young and Dejounte? And that's really what I want to see. How they guard the three? That's uh, Atlanta put up one fifty tonight and lost. <laughs> so I mean, that's saying something. They put up one hundred fifty, one hundred fifty two, <laughs> and took a L. Yeah, what was them boys doing over there, man? Then they was chucking that bad baby all <laughs> over the place. Not in, in Atlanta, like wasn't it like one fifty nine or one fifty two or something ridiculous like, like that. Yeah, they was chucking that bad baby all over. I know. The place. At one time, I heard Charles uh, Halliburton scored uh, like had like a twenty seven point quarter. Yeah, it was ridiculous. No, there was absolutely no defense for all you old school people out there listening. That's rather Cavaliers. You wouldn't have liked this because there was absolutely no defense that was played in that game this evening for that for that big time win for the Indiana Pacers. But Atlanta scored Bill fifty, really. Yeah, because because Atlanta advanced to to the they they won our group. Facts. They they three and zero. Cleveland's two and one. Philly was one and two. So we, we wanted Atlanta to win this game tonight, so we could have a. It was some some. I don't know how they would have done it. It's a knockout thing, though. Some some would have missed something. I don't know, but based on points, based okay. on points also score point score. So that one fifty put them over. Even with the even with the dub, that one fifty would have put them over the top anyway. Okay, a lot of points, a lot of points score. But really, I, I think you're right. I think Atlanta. It's going to be a pivotal game in this four game the next, the, the next four games at home, too. Absolutely. Absolutely. Miami, the Lakers, Toronto, and Atlanta, and Portland. They got five straight home games. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. So All winnable. You, 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 <laughs> yeah. you, you yeah. got to come out of that four and one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Four, four and one in the next five gets you to second place, maybe third place in the East. Based on, other, based on other team schedules. I say get you in the top four, but I don't know. Second five, play? Five, I and, oh. I don't, I don't, five and oh. I don't see Philly and Boston losing like that for us to jump up to where they at. That's they, why I say three or four. Harder schedules. Okay. It's harder schedules. I, I, I think that, that this is the time of the season. It's just me. This is the time of the season where some of those teams that started off real hot are going to settle down. And some of those teams that had injuries and other things going on is going to move their way back to where they're supposed to be. Yeah. It ain't just the Cavs. It's just across I told, basketball. I told Riley down on the last pod that the thing's going to work itself out. Everything going to come back to the median. Mm-hmm. Like them teams that's in front of us, like Orlando and Indiana, just give it a little bit, and it's, everything going to fall back to the median where it's supposed to be. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right, Riley, so your party shot, man, this evening on That's Rather Cavaliers podcast. My parting shot, honestly, is <laughs> I think this season is gonna be is gonna be a battle between are we gonna finally decide on trading or consider trading Don mm. or firing JB Bickerstaff. But mm. and actually, I'll say that by the end of the season, I don't think they're gonna do it during the season. But depending on how it goes, if we if we go out in the first round, depending on how it's how we lose or. How it's done, I think it's going to be a mixture of is either JB or Don. Yeah. All right. Take Boy Fresh, your parting shots. Hey, man, I'm just happy with the Cavs. Win streak right now. They're finally starting to play. <laughs> Cleveland Cavalier basketball. Them boys probably probably went to EC. Rally told them go to EC to get your heart up. 
So <laughs> maybe that's what they did. They've been playing a lot better. Mm-hmm. Um, gyro Jordan, everything. I'm hoping. I'm hoping Donovan Mitchell is sitting on that bench, just soaking it all in, seeing what they're doing without him. And then, I mean, because we're talking about integrating, we're three a four game win streak. You talking about integrating back into the lineup? Three, three of your top seven in your rotation. Fox. You know what Fox. I mean? When you talk about Okoro, Lavert off the bench, and then Mitchell. So you talk, you you talking about putting in your number one player back, mm-hmm. your number one player off the bench, and yep. your best your best your best on ball defender. Yeah. And you on a four game win streak without them. Yeah. Come on, man. Yeah. Come on. It's time Cleveland. to go. It's, it's time to go. It's time to go. It's time to go. We 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 eight and six now. By the time we get twenty wins, we shouldn't have ten losses or just Agreed. that ten. Agree. Totally agree. So, so, so that means after the next sixteen games, we go twelve and four. That's 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 where we need to be. That's how we should be thinking. Yeah, absolutely. Do not disagree. As for my parting shots, man, just thank you guys again for listening to us on That's Rather Cavaliers Cleveland Cavaliers podcast on Google Podcast, Spotify, and Apple Podcasts. And man, you know how we get down. You know, we always talk about the Cavs. We always talk about NBA basketball. But you know, we're gonna do what we do. Considering the cast. So as for me, Big G, my co-host, Relly Hall, and a, and a triple OG for this show, Take Boy Fresh, who gives all the references for the old school basketball. I just got one thing to say. Let's go Cavs. Let's go Cavs. Let's go Cavs.